0: Going on, everybody. Welcome back to the only podcast produced by three two-time winners of IMSA Spirit of the Race Award. You're listening to the Check Engine Podcast. We are hosted on Spotify and we are streamed worldwide on all your favorite podcasting platforms. My name is Nick. Joining me, as usual, are my two favorite co-hosts. Andrew is here. Tristan is is blah, blah, blah. Tristan is <laughs> also here. <laughs> trusting, trusting is there. Tristan, tristan is, here. Tristan here. About her. <laughs> Hey, guys, you say things now.
1: Okay. Uh, hello. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, each of us uh, is dealing with life, I think, as as we would put it. Uh, you know what? I, I think that I definitely got COVID a couple months ago to this point, or at least a month and a half ago. Mm. I've been sick as a fucking dog, like sleeping in the middle of the day. Um, this last week, I got some like a new computer and some parts in for someone at work uh, and emailed them and they went, Oh, I didn't know I was getting new stuff and I have no fucking idea who I ordered them for. Uh, So (laughs) it's
2: not yours. Whose is (laughs) it?
1: But now, but now I basically have to give it to them. So I even wrote a note and like, it's just the wrong, wholly the wrong name. So clearly I was just in the, not in a frame of mind to be uh, trying to go to work. Or make uh, anyways, I've I've just been like totally sick, just awful, an awful time.
0: I'm sorry to hear that. You don't sound bad for what it's worth. It doesn't sound I, like... now. I
1: think I'm better, but you know, it's been se- seven or eight weeks to this point. Like <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's, Jesus, it's,
1: it's been brutal. Yeah, it hasn't been great.
0: Well, glad to hear you're coming out the other side.
2: Uh, well, as I was commiserating. Uh, With my now relatively close neighbor, Nick, uh, I, you know, I've picked up an entire second full-time job owning a home.
1: Yeah, you did.
2: uh, uh, That's been basically my entire existence
1: since we last recorded. (laughs) Badass. Is it, I mean, rate it. Is it good? You like it? You having having a good time? I
2: love the house. I, I do not like owning a house. (laughs) <laughs> Not yet. nope um huh. i could very happily just say oh hey you actually don't own a house this is actually someone's house you've been working at for a month here's all the money <laughs> um, sure i guess you know, uh, you know jessica would be very sad to hear that um but we talked about that it's we'll get there we we assembled uh my new desk today and then and actually cooked dinner here and uh that went a long way to making it feel more like a place that I will live one day instead of someone's house that I'm working on for them. So, um, yeah, it's, so yeah, it's, 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 it'll get there.
0: It's different when you actually get to sleep in the place that you own. That's yes. True. I was, I was telling you that earlier today, Tristan, uh, you know, we're, we're, co- Claire and I were kind of in the same boat earlier this year where we like we closed we got the keys like a month before we actually moved in and it was like every day take a load of crap from the old place to the new place, accomplish a task or two paint this wall, um, fix this faucet, and it's just until you actually get there and start sleeping in it in a couple of days, it is kind of a drag, but it gets better
2: exactly it will it will improve currently I can kind of take or leave it but um I know it will get better, and I do love the property itself. So, it's really still nice overall, place. very excited. Good. I'm, I'm I mean, re- recording good. from new studio adjacent because I haven't put carpet in it
1: yet. So I'm in ah, my yeah. Okay. okay. I was, I was, I was wondering a little bit where you were. I mean, um, man, it's been so long. I, I think if I'm remembering correctly, uh, Meg pointed this out to me, Nick, last time you you made mention of an incident with Claire uh, and a second person in the car, but I don't think you made an announcement as to who that second person is.
0: Uh really?
1: <laughs> I don't think so. Am I wrong, Tristan Meg pointed out to me. she's like, "I don't think you actually said anything.
2: I, I can't keep track of it anymore.
1: <laughs> well I could be wrong I've been known to be wrong about these things before but that's why it's not coming from me it's why it's coming from someone who's significantly more reliable than me um,
0: well yeah in case we haven't mentioned it officially on the podcast the, the podcast family is going to be growing in March so hey! <laughs>
1: um, yeah yeah that's right <laughs> fuck yeah the soundboard soundboard <laughs> uh,
0: yeah so thanks guys um, she we just passed the halfway mark last week in the pregnancy, so we did Dang, the
1: man.
0: the uh, Instagram-worthy uh, half-baked pictures with <laughs> <a> Benny, <laughs> with the Ben and Jerry's half-baked ice cream uh, pint and all that kind of uh-huh. stuff. So yep. which so here's we never did like a a social media Facebook or or whatever like pregnancy announcement sure like we told the people we wanted to tell as we would see them or talk to them or whatever and we realized that that actually wasn't that many people because we did post (laughs) (laughs) the half-baked thing and it just like blew up it was one of the most Interacted with posts that either of us have ever done, obviously, because it's good news and everyone wants to get in on it. But mo- like, there's so many people who are like, "I had no idea." Congratulations! And it's like, oh, we didn't tell you. <laughs> we're, we're, where were you keeping <laughs> this for you know four months? Right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> yeah, whoops. <laughs>
0: but everybody knows now. There's no excuses. Um, so yeah, we're we the only person on planet Earth who knows the gender. Is the ultrasound tech who did the anatomy scan?
1: Wow, um, you're not finding out
0: we're not finding out. we don't wow. want to know until uh, we meet him or her. What we do That's know pretty cool what we do we have names picked out either way. we're ready to go. Um, we do know from the anatomy scan, thankfully, everything is on schedule. everything is as it's supposed to be you know all fingers and toes and everything and like it's it's perfectly healthy so far. So um super excited for March to roll around. And this is a no. this is a weird thing to be excited about Andrew, but What do you um, mean? No, no, this part of the whole process. Just let him you know, finish. Oh, Andrew okay. First. Let me let me No, not not <laughs> being a dad, Being a dad is not weird to be excited about. This part of it is um, but it's one of the first things that I started thinking about, like after it all, like all kind of settled into like, yes, this is happening. Um, as a basketball fan, I'm on paternity leave during March madness.
1: Oh, well, <laughs> so, I mean, you nailed it. You, 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 you nailed the dismount. There t- you go. T- t-
0: timing couldn't be better. Baby in one hand, bracket in the other. Posted up in front of a TV all day. Let's go. The
1: newborn thing is is pretty sweet. It's pretty cool. Although I will say, I mean, depending on everyone's everyone's a little different. In my in my experience, you're basically useless. You, there's not really a damn thing you can do. I've like you know, you change a that. diaper. You you're mostly like the the um you're the pit crew. You know what I mean? And you just you do that whatever that thing is. Go do that thing. Um, yeah,
0: For a um,
1: fresh
2: diaper and a splash and dash.
1: Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. A hundred percent.
0: Yeah, that's um you're not the first person who said that, Andrew. I i know that I'm going to at least when the delivery is taking place and then shortly thereafter, whether it's in the um hospital or back at home, I'm going to be um bouncer.
1: Yeah control oh, yeah who,
0: who gets in and out and um having those tough discussions with people who want to jump in right away but uh not on
1: the list bro sorry
0: exactly like hey oh actually
1: you know we were still under COVID protocols so um
0: it was super but, easy for you guys oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no one gets yeah. in ever
1: nope yeah. nope I, can,
0: I can't blame the government uh,
1: gonna... <laughs> i had to be buzzed in every time you know all that type of thing. uh well tell me this nick did your ultrasound tech do this to you so you, you do an ultrasound like oh yeah baby looks good or whatever also, no twins, Dad. And I was like, oh, shit. Uh, I forgot that was a thing. I forgot that was a possibility until this very moment, until you <laughs> just told me that.
0: Um, no, she did I not. I guess that was, the
1: first, that was the first ultrasound, whenever that is. You guys are happy. Yes,
0: the, the, the very first ultrasound, which we did a couple months ago now, um, when, it was, when it was the size of a grain of rice. And like, yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, here it is on the image. And like, it was just like a dot. You really couldn't make it <laughs> out.
1: You're like, yeah. Yeah, there, yeah, there, there it, is. it
0: is. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> not two dots, just one. So.
1: Ah, okay. see, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. It, did it did not occur to me as a as a possibility at all.
0: It actually occurred to me, like, ah. before the ultrasound. Oh, I was getting nervous. Like, I don't know what I'm doing with one. If we get two right out of the gate, I am screwed.
1: <laughs> like, Yeah. It, it do be like that
0: but but then depending on how many you're looking for you're done
1: true so also that that
2: is nice. the
0: flip side we were we yeah. two was the number we were talking about so that could but no this is this is one he or she is healthy and uh we'll just keep it that way we've got a Claire's the last week of her second trimester so basically the last week she can travel is the week of Thanksgiving Ooh. So um, we're flying out to uh, Las Vegas. My parents have a place out there for the winter. So we're going to go spend Thanksgiving in Vegas with my parents. And then we're going to hunker down and get ready for the baby. Man. So, oh, it's,
1: gonna be, it's just going to be great. It's, it's going to be so fun.
0: I'm looking I'm forward to it. It's going to be, yeah. Uh, I'm really, really looking forward to this. Still trying to determine how that affects carting for next season, but
1: <laughs> 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 definitely, looking, definitely looking
0: forward uh, to being a dad.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's going to be so great. You're going you're gonna to have a great time. Uh, and, and that whole time, just think about it. Well, I mean, could, is this going to be a race like Tristan finishing his house before the baby is delivered? Like, is that, is that the level we're on right now?
2: I don't I don't think you can compare those two things because this isn't literally I can't finish the house until like sometime next summer because two thirds of the work is landscaping. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I suppose. So we win.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just by default. By default.
0: I'm going to take first in my class. This is multi-class racing.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, OK. Yeah, no, that's fair.
0: Tristan wins land. Tristan and Jessica win landscape. The landscaping class. I'm also
2: going to lose that because I'm also the last one to own a house. So,
1: I mean, oh, I took yeah, I,
2: I took second in uh, marriage prototype.
1: Yeah, that's true. And, I, and I, <laughs> took,
2: then I then I took I took third in uh, GT homeowner. But <laughs> I have not. I have yet. I have yet to even place in you know parenting 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 car.
1: So, <laughs> the parenting car, uh, I mean it, well, yeah, like that tour, goes back like to the, like touring cars, so. yeah, well, no, I'm just saying that just goes back to the the minivan spec series that no one has been clamoring for for all the time
2: no we we've we've said that, that this needs to happen, and no one has tried to pick it up from us, so yeah, that's true. We'll have to do it ourselves.
1: What a bummer,
0: Andrew, you've swept all of those classes, actually,
1: uh, <laughs>
0: marriage, kid, and house.
1: That's true. That's true. But what you gotta remember is that none of those decisions were driven by me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you were the co-driver.
1: <laughs> exactly. He's exactly. the AM driver. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And that's why that's the value of having a good pro.
0: <laughs> totally. Now Just you see. Carried you to the finish line.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I do. Go out there and with my five laps and, and you know, put in the several minutes over the average time
0: just <laughs> don't just don't wreck it, <laughs> don't wreck
1: it. right it yeah exactly just don't the wreck pro
0: it. With all four. shiny corners, side up and then it back on. to the pro
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> well what are we actually here to talk about now that we've been going for almost 15 minutes
1: well shit oh uh, okay all right well i'll start with it i'll start with this i'll start with this. um in the in the time that we've been gone nick has has been just doing things he's he's a man who does a lot of things uh things of import, things of of impact felt across the world. But we'll get to that later. For now, let me remind listeners what we were talking about. The last time we did an episode, I tried to have Tristan and Nick help me frame a thought that I had. And I feel like I feel like I can be trusted with this opinion because I think that I'm reasonably objective about the appearance of my own cars. Uh the Elantra didn't like thought it was kind of ugly but with some wheels on it it was improved bluster like the car love the car thought it was ugly i think tristan probably thought it was better looking than i did at the time it and, took me a
2: while to come around to it but i really did yeah. by the time i mean you'd owned it for like a year i was like yeah you know what it actually looks pretty good
1: <laughs> and i kind of feel or felt the same way about my elantra the end line the previous gen elantra had the weird like triangle lights and just what it was really ugly, kinda kinda, kinda bizarre looking. Then when Hyundai put out what is now the previous generation, the one that I have, it still has the triangular lights, but it was like, oh, okay, they did the previous design to get to this one. It felt like the evolution, the correct evolution. It looks alright, you know, it looks pretty darn good. But as I've owned the car. Uh, it kind of hit me that in the class of that car, which would be compact sedan, so again, adjusting for era, right? That would be <laughs> sort of like a 90s-ish midsize. There's a lot of flux in the actual size of the car, but for whatever that is, a, a moderately sized passenger sedan, I think the Elantra N-Line specifically, that specific trim is the best looking car of that size in all of history and i think we, it's a bold th- th- statement it is a, it's a very bold statement and the decision that we came to a fun way to do this would be to pull some challengers and go king of the hill just straight at it one-to-one is this better why three of us majority takes it and i think that's what we're going to do but The math has shifted. (laughs) And I don't know, Nick, if you want to do this now or if you want to do it at the end and just whatever, whoever's at the hill then goes against the newcomer. That would be up to you.
0: Like... We almost make it like WWE style where like all of a sudden the lights go out and the surprise challenger enters the room.
1: That's right. You get to be the undertaker. If yeah, you it's, want always it. undertaker. <laughs> always. it's always undertaker. Always. Or the <laughs> always rock undertaker. now.
0: Weirdly, it's the rock now. Now you're not surprised when the rock shows. Up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so yeah, it's, it's totally up to you. That was the idea I had, uh, in adjustment or, if you really, if you want, if you want to go the other way, we can do it right away and just go head to head at first and move on with the King of the Hill from there.
0: No, let's save it. Let's save it till the end. Right. Um, okay. the, for those of you who pay keen attention to all of our socials there, the cat might've slipped out of the bag, but that's true. Um,
1: Most people should already know, however,
0: but we'll, we'll save it. We'll save it to the end of this. We'll, we'll dive into right now. Andrew's Elantra end line is that is the king of the hill and right. let's start so, let's start bringing some challengers in
1: so here's here's what i'll say let me explain what i mean about this being not only the best looking version of this elantra but the best looking car of this size so for me i don't even particularly love the color i have because they want it to be orange lava orange they call it it's basically red unless you park next to a red car which is kind of annoying they have way better oranges anyways the things that i like about this car in terms of appearance all come down to a combination of aggressive styling choices over the base model and restraint so white i think is a great color for this car the blue i think is really good um there's like a, like a gray, not even a silver, but like a grayish that I think looks really awesome. And there's a completeness to me to the oddly shaped grill, kind of trapezoidal, but ending in the lights that blend up into the hood, but not in the juke way. They kind of wrap around the side. So I think from the front profile and or the front and the side profiles, like front quarter profiles, it's a really aesthetically pleasing nose. But one thing that Hyundai's had a problem doing is designing both the front and the back of a car simultaneously. And I think they actually nailed it with the M line, specifically because of the stormtrooper shape of the rear light. So at night, the running light in the rear runs from the rear corners, kind of angles down and across the back. It looks sick as hell. And lighting it up just kind of shows the angle almost like, you know, kind of like, Uh, the corners of the batman wing logo you know what i mean like lights up the, the lower corners but there's not too much light thrown across the back which i think is a problem that some hyundai models have had and i think for me critically with the end line the restraint comes in with the spoiler which i think is a both a massive improvement over the base models that don't have a spoiler and it's not too boy racer-y i think the one thing that could have been improved i don't like the dual exhaust on one side but i think that's kind of a niggling little complaint i also would love if they you know they kind of shaped a diffuser on the rear of the car there's a spot for a triangle racing style stoplight they really should have just put one in there like that if you're gonna shape that then do the thing and put the light in there but um really I think there's nothing here that's overdone. I don't think there's much that's underdone and I even think looking straight on from the side of the car they did that uh well I guess I guess you can call it signature Hyundai has a specific name for the line that runs across the hip of the car and then breaks. They do it yes. on a ton of their cars. I forget exactly what they call it, but that design aesthetic can have problems, but I don't think they exist in this car because of the overall shaping of the car from the front of the hood where the front spoiler lip is all the way to the back. The whole car is I mean the car itself is not, you know, super triangular, but the design of the car suggests that it looks more aggressive than it actually does. When you're standing next to the car it just looks like a sedan. But when you're looking at it from a front profile, especially coming around a corner, it looks like it's a it just looks like an air blade coming at you. It looks absolutely sick. And I think it's just good. It's really, really, really good. The crazy thing is, after looking at a ton of cars in this segment from across history, there is really not even much competition. There are some exotics, some locals, but basically you get like from 95 forward. There's not much in the rest of history that's really even worth considering. And that's where we are. That is my starting point for this competition.
0: I I agree with a lot of that. I think we might be able to find some post-95 challengers, or at, or at least I think I can, you know, once we start rolling through some of these nominations that we had, we can make a pretty good case for a couple of them. But I do agree that from, like, the, the front to the back, top to bottom, however you want to word it, like, it's the most – it's very well-rounded in terms of its design. Even though, like, there's some different features going on, none of it seems out of place. Right. I, I, they really, they did really nail this one.
1: So, uh, another thing happened in the interim, which won't impact this. Uh, Hyundai, in the last time since we recorded, Hyundai has launched actual shots of the 24 Elantra N, which is like, I think it's better, but, but, but we're here. We're here for now. It's <laughs> not even out yet. It doesn't count uh (laughs) all right
2: let's say is the episode over the 2024 elantra n wins okay we're done (laughs) but
1: the the, the problem is you you haven't seen it on the road this i have seen on the road i know um yeah well it probably would but uh all right i i I sent the list of uh, of cars to the guys but i think i think the thing to do is start with something well basically the twin right the main challenger which would be the 11th gen Honda Civic SI. That's a car. So that's the current gen SI, which I think looks great. I think it looks awesome, but I think it looks too plain. I think this looks too much like a regular Civic, which is something that Honda has a has had a problem with, with SIs in the past.
2: I was looking at some of the other, we'll get to them in their own turn completely, but there are a few SIs on this list. And, Looking at all of those, that's been the problem I've had with all of them. I think we see some things that are overdone, uh, overwrought. But I feel like the, the SI is one of those things that is almost too understated. And we've discussed both visually, which is what we're talking about, and mm-hmm. also performance-wise, too. We talked about in the past, like it doesn't differentiate itself enough.
1: Interestingly, though, with the current-gen SI race car, that looks amazing that that thing all tricked out looks incredible it's just give me a little more here give me a little more that's my opinion anyway
0: on the on the street give me a little yeah on
1: the SI yeah just give me a little more there
0: yeah i mean i do agree on the the 11th gen the newest gen si is that similar to the um the elantra it's complete it's well-rounded it all seems to go together front to back like that nothing seems out of place but it does if this is supposed to be your you know affordable sporty car you know whether someone steps up to the to the type r or sticks with the si it's got to look a little sportier than it does i honestly think the the 10th gen si from 2017 to twenty twenty. Um, is a better looking vehicle and a better representation of that. I would almost pro propose that as the challenger
1: to the Elantra N. Really, I mean we el- can do we can do both. Yeah, absolutely, and, and not the, the Elantra well. N. But I think we think the eleventh out of here, so we can talk about the ten. Uh, the thing I don't like. About
0: well, hold on, hold on. Did oh. any of the three of us say that the eleventh gen, the newest SI, would would take so. out the Elantra N. I'm a no. Tristan,
2: no, I mean, I I tend to think that you know overall, the more the more understated a car's design, the better it holds up. And to me, that that matters. But we're not doing that right now. We're looking at like what looks good right now. We're not going to try to judge it in five years. I think that a lot of A lot of Hyundai's cars visually age more quickly. And it's not Hyundai alone. It's a lot of... um, I think that the current Hondas um, and a lot of the current Toyotas are going to do the same thing. They've got a lot of bold statements that people may really like for a couple years, but then they're going to age
0: quickly. That's fair. So it's a no on the 11th,
1: gen. No on the 11th. So what about the 10th? I'm happy to talk about the 10th. The... The issue I have with the 10th gen Civic SI is how it, this is a really hard thing to explain, is how it looks on the street. There's something with the 10th gen and the 9th gen, which I did have on the list, that looks, um, I don't know, it looks blunted. It looks like it should be longer in the front. And as a result, it just kind of looks like it, like, you know, that GIF of the manatee sailing into the aquarium wall <laughs> like that, like just like the, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I can't, I can't really describe it. That's, that's the only thing I have to say about the, the 10th gen and the 9th gen. If they're fine looking cars, it's just, I want them, I want them to not have bonked into the, I want them to be longer. I don't know. It's so, it's a weird thing to explain.
0: Yeah, I love the um if you to me to me it, it, the negative on this one is that the the rear end like the trunk area looks like it should be stretched out a little more on the 10th gen. But from the front when you look at that like that front three-quarter shot or whatever and you've mm-hmm. got the so I specifically I'm looking at one um Right now, it's a white one. So you've got the black where the logo is and the SI, and it kind of wraps up under the hood to the front headlights. But below that, you've got like the, the strip of the colored body panel, and then where you've got those fog lights on the bottom, mm-hmm. it like it wraps around that black. What must be like a plastic piece there that's around that fog light, but it doesn't come back and connect. Like there, there's a tiny little gap in there. Yeah, um, when you get to the center of the like the front bumper. And just like that little attention to detail, I think it looks awesome from the front. It looks mean as hell. It looks aggressive as hell. It's like it's got almost like ram's horns on the lower right, lower lower left side of the front of the car. Um,
1: it's like super aggressive uh, front splitters.
0: Yes, it's.
1: So I don't know. The
0: winglets almost like winglet exactly you guys winglet yeah yeah yeah.
1: thank you yeah winglet
0: you guys are describing it way way better than i am i don't know guys like i'd put this this is to me it's kind of a coin flip
1: go for it man make your make your make your vote
0: i'll say i'll say yes to the 10th gen si
1: all right tristan
2: It's so, it's so close. I I don't, I'm going to say no, just because of the tail end. Like they, they tried to put a hatchback on the back of a sedan and like, sometimes you can get a shooting brake kind of thing going. Um, but I don't think that they, it doesn't feel like they finished the idea. Not like in not like in a a timeline fashion, quote unquote, from front to back, like it just we often joke about like the, the corvette was like oh they they were great, and like they didn't finish it um you know not not like that from a left to right front to back kind of deal, but more just like they got two thirds of the ideas down, and they just didn't quite finish the idea of like a fast back sport back kind of sedan and so, so, so you you mentioned it a little bit earlier, Nick. You're kind of left with just like a a stubby trunk, <laughs> and that's so. <laughs> yeah. I'm so I'm gonna I'm gonna say no, but it's really close because I do really like the front of that car.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Well, Andrew, we know what your vote's going to be. be. Oh, yeah. So okay, so Elantra N survives, and line survives.
1: Uh so I mean, maybe uh, we have a bunch here. Maybe there are some that we can kind of go through quickly because i think all of us would say the 10th gen civic is better than the 9th gen civic
0: yes i would which which i did have on here
1: Uh, okay all right so we can get rid of the 9th gen civic there's one on here that i basically put on out of guilt because i had the mazda speed 3 on here immediately but the mazda speed 3 never came in a sedan it was only ever hatchback so that doesn't right Right. So i had like that that uh oh nine that late aughts early teens mazda Three on here, but that's not going anywhere.
2: No, that's I can't fine. get it. Get over the, you know, smiley D emoticon front bumper.
1: Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> not going anywhere. Tragic, but uh, listen, Mazda, make a better car. Um, here's one I'm interested in hearing some feedback from you guys on, because I think rose-tinted glasses in this one, this car definitely has extremely dedicated fans who will say it's the best looking car and whatever very much an oddball very unique car the third generation integra the tiny little headlight one the little dot headlight (laughs) um
0: what do you think tristan i don't know let me look
1: i like this because there's only been really one car ever that looks like this it's so unique it's so of its era for me where this car runs into problems is that this look that that two that dual headlight look kills on the coupe and it looks ridiculous on the sedan
2: yeah i I didn't even save a picture of this one because I looked at it and went nope that's why I was having trouble finding just <laughs> having trouble finding my notes. But my notes just say third gen Integra. And the only note following that without an image is no, comma Lil Peepers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will say that. I'll say that to everyone. The Lil Peepers, they actually look really cool on the coupe. They just don't. They don't work on the sedan. They I'll only go as far as they
2: look alright on the coupe. And, you know, like you said, part oh of goodness. their time part of their time yes
0: but it didn't age well looking back at it now like they look they do look really well really okay on the type r but
1: (laughs) really uh, really okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i i I, this is a pretty easy no for me
1: you can't do it all right okay uh i mean let's see we can keep going on the on the same line um let's see what is the technical okay so 3rd gen integra tiny life 4th gen integra has boring the...
2: but like somebody snuck up behind it and surprised it correct
1: <laughs> yeah so when you look up 4th gen integra you get pictures of the 5th gen which is also on here but anyways we can deal with the 4th first this is a car oh sorry problem with the fourth gen no sedan i put in my notes here no sedan for the fourth gen so we have to go right to the fifth gen which is the current gen integra which is probably a really 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 hard test because i love the way this car looks yes (laughs) it's gorgeous the baby it's a the worst thing to say about is it's just the baby big sedan which is what honda did civic The problem is, if this is what it is in real life, which is a Civic that looks amazing, that's really going to be fucking hard to beat. The only thing I'll point out is that the rear bumper from the top of the diffuser or rear, lower rear bumper to the bottom of the headlights looks wrong. I don't know what it is. It just doesn't, it does not look right. That's the only thing I can say about it that has any negative connotation at all. It's just beautiful.
2: For me, the only thing that I don't it's not super interesting to me. It's not overly visually interesting except in one way that I don't like. Um, really like, like I'm all about side creases and everything. But it looks <laughs> like some but, but it looks like somebody was taking the clay model and using, like, that triangle-shaped, like, clay-shaping tool, mm-hmm. and accidentally, like, whoa, and put a, took a big chunk out of the side of it. And that's what they put on the, the, the doors. Oh, and like the bottom
0: like, of the door? Yeah. Yeah,
2: like, the, the bottom of the door body crease looks like you hit something and then just repainted it. Like I Waster don't... had
1: that same thing.
2: Yeah, I don't... I don't love that. It's a little bit much... But again, that's splitting hairs. Otherwise, I just don't find it super interesting. Um, it's just a civic to me. But huh. I did
1: not expect that. Nick, what are your thoughts?
0: Well, Tristan kind of ruined the side for me now. Um I didn't really think <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really think of it in that way at all, but now I can't unsee it and now I like the only thing I'm gonna picture when I see this thing what I'm alongside of it is some dude in the artist studio with the clay tool making a mistake. (laughs)
1: oops. (laughs) Oops. Um. I mean, straight on, straight on the side. He's got a really good point there. It is, it is, it's too deep. They, they gouged it too deep. You can't, you can't
0: unsee it.
2: Like, I even like the fact that it's not a simple, single line. Like, you know, it's got more, it's, it's more visually interesting than that, but it's just too much to look like it was done on purpose.
1: You might be right. I didn't I didn't Yeah, no. From the front and the back. From the front and the back, it's okay. Dead on the side. You're right. It's yeah, it's it's too deep.
0: The the front quarter shot or the three quarter shot, who I'm not a photographer, whatever they call that, looks really good. But when you mm-hmm. just when you're looking at it exactly like perpendicular to you, eh I don't know. It looks so good from the front, though.
1: Damn, it looks really so got me good. on that. I can't believe this. I can't believe you've done this.
0: Tristan ruins everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's the name of the game today, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> and episode title.
1: Well, all right. So that so, one's out now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was in. Thanks. Pretty strong. Thanks, Tristan. <laughs> uh, let's, all right. Should we should we go for some some high octane hard hitters here? Should we go for some stuff that uh, is going to get all of the internet mad at us when we say it's less look less uh, better looking than the Elantra? Yes, something like yes. a first gen WRX.
0: Um. Yeah, I don't think I really don't like. The first-gen WRX? Really? I like the, the... The Bug Eye one is, I mean, pretty iconic in just the uniqueness of it. Just in a vacuum, it's not great. But the one I really like, and I'm probably in the minority on this because I know, at least of the three of us, because it's not on Andrew's pre-show list here, it's the... The sti the second facelift like the 2006 version i think looks awesome i can try to send a picture it's in, the
1: the, the in, bubble eye eye. i think, think. blob eye bubble eye.
0: Blab but eye. it's got blob eye or bu- yeah yeah and it's got the the, eye. the the subaru logo is like fully enclosed with like Body panel. There's not like one, right? Si- and they're,
1: they're sort of triangular in the corners. The headlights, they're triangular in the internal corners, and then they kind of round out on the edges.
0: Yes,
2: got it. And this is the Blob Eye, two thousand three,
0: two thousand six. I'm gonna send a and picture. See if I can send this picture in the chat, the, for you guys.
2: the Hawkeye. Awesome. Is the
1: two
2: thousand six? But it was only two thousand six to seven. So Thank pretty pretty minimal there that's the one that i really like the hawkeye one um it was the year that they put the subaru tribeca front end on it and yes. it actually were and it actually worked um because it was a much smaller car it didn't look as stupid on a little yeah, car
1: well i
0: just put a link to the photo i was looking at in the chat if you guys want to see exactly which one i'm talking about um yeah. I will say I do like the um,
2: I do like the first gen one um, but there's like and then is it as good as the Elantra and the N line right. Elantra no I mean I don't think it's bad I think it's I like it because of its simplicity basically yeah. you know it's a it's a 90s Japanese sedan and like you know and it looks it looks nice but that's it
1: <laughs> and i think the really good looking one from first gen is the sti which i don't think had a had a sedan i think the sti was the coupe only but that's the good one that's got the fat hip and uh
2: <laughs> yes
1: that's the really yes. good one i think that might be it. That, okay, that's so, the
2: one that's i i would love one of those
1: there was one for sale actually um Up by you guys. Uh, I've seen it driving around in the winter. It's a, it's like a. I don't know if he has it set up for racing or it just looks like that. But there was one for sale. Hmm. Anyway, what year? What year was
2: that? What year was that first gen? Ninety
1: three to oh one.
2: Yeah, there's a nineteen ninety six WX STI sedan for sale. Ah imported that's why i don't know if we got the sedan Uh, oh okay Um, all right there we go yeah so it does exist that year and you said any place but that doesn't make it any better i i still the the it doesn't give the the rear door doesn't give room for the body flare that makes the sti two-door really work
1: true tragic all right note of the first gen should we just take the bug eye off in favor of the hawkeye
0: I would yeah, vote yes.
1: Jesus. As far as I'm concerned, I like the Hawkeye more. All but right, then we'll go with the Hawkeye. I'd forgotten about this one because.
2: It only ran only... a year?
1: Yeah, it was only one year. <laughs> yeah. When I was looking <laughs> at the third gen, um, I saw. I thought there were only two. I thought it was only Bug Eye, Blob Eye. I forgot about it. Hawkeye. And he's also the worst adventurer. So, this one's. I'll this one's tough and I feel like this is not the toughest test yet I think there's a bunch of other really hard ones coming up but this one's tough there are a lot of things about the Hawkeye to me that should not work but do and primarily it starts with that Tribeca face which shouldn't look good on anything because that car is a nightmare Looks good here. Then yeah, they managed to make
2: it work on a car this size.
1: Right. Immediately to the front quarter. that It's a straight line from the edge of the the, the headlight all the way back to the door quarter panel with a huge bulge underneath. Shouldn't work. Works absolutely. Again, to the back, <laughs> the rear the rear quarter panel goes from the... There's the same bulge from the middle of the rear door all the way to the back. Shouldn't work. Absolutely works. You've got a hood flare. You've got uh, lines everywhere, gold rims huge spoiler these weird lumps in the back of the car don't know what those do but it's just it's great it's totally great it it shouldn't
0: be
2: (laughs) right and I i think and i think that that's the caveat i think that it has no right to be as appealing as it is but that's what's preventing it from still being the winner is because they put all the, they put all this weird stuff on it, and it looks great considering it has all that weird stuff. But I think that's the the little caveat at the end. Like I, I love it; it's the one. It's it's the classic WRX that I, I would buy. But I don't know if it's. I still don't know if it's better.
1: Was this the, but be, but chronologically? This was the uh, last in the line, right? This was what we evolved to. This is the Charizard of the of the third gen
0: yes yeah it's weird that they gave it three facelifts so like the, f- the that's first... also the
2: first year they put the 2.5 in it too sure. sure so it's not quite the same car which is weird but
0: yeah so don't you feel like it should be the third generation and not second generation third facelift <laughs> just call yeah. it a new g- just call it a new gen car yeah
1: right man nick what do you think i this is actually really hard
0: i actually this tristan didn't ruin this one for me but i think his his point about like it shouldn't be great (laughs) like it but it is does kind of take away from it because it's almost
1: i have
2: one or andrew you have one later in the list that i think checks all the same boxes but does it better
0: um interesting okay it the when Tristan said like it, none of this should be great but it is, it, it's almost like they fell into it by accident. It wasn't on purpose <laughs> the way they did this, so for that I'm gonna say no. Although it is close, just on looks, just if you're just doing looks for looks, like it's okay, really
1: look, close. Yeah. All right, then we'll then we'll keep that one a no. Uh, I think we can do something a little bit similar with lancers because i have a bunch of lancers on here because i love the lancer and i think we can collapse this waveform a little bit i put first or sorry the second gen on here evo 2 i don't think anyone's going to pick that over the next one evo 3 i would
0: agree third gen is better than second
1: evo
2: 2 is a little bit somebody put a spoiler on an economy car
1: yeah you, know, I know, yeah, I know, you never know what the Gran Turismo uh, feels will do for, for a person. All right. All right. <laughs> so here's the really hard one. Evo 3 is okay. I have immense personal attachment to the Evo 5, and I think this might be...
2: Ding ding ding! Quite
1: possibly the hard. This one's really hard. I think the Evo five beats the Evo three hands down. Then we can talk about the Evo five. God.
2: Yes, and yeah, and it beats the Evo three hands down, and that's that's what beats the Hawkeye WRX in my opinion too. That's fair. That does all the same stuff for me. The WRX does without the how they manage to get that all to work factor. Like yeah. it's just like yeah, that's that's how you build a car like that. Done.
0: It just it says. Like those fog lights down on the Ooh. bumper are so massive. Like this just says rally. Like that's oh, yeah. yeah, it's just so cool. And
2: there's What's no there's no hood scoop, but there are hood louvers. Loobers. What's funny
1: about the Evo Five is that, I mean, I'm thinking about seeing it, uh, which Gran Turismo this Gran Turismo Two, possibly. I don't know if this was in one. It might have been in one. When you see this car for the first time you understand innately that it's doing something that you wouldn't normally do in a car Mm -hmm. (laughs) because otherwise why the hell would it look like that for anyone who (laughs) happens to be not familiar with this car if you see it one time you will absolutely remember because actually you know what if we spin this design concept forward uh, when did this come out? Ninety-eight or something like that. If we spin this design concept forward into the twenty twenties, this was the proto Juke, all right. So you got headlights, yeah, they're there, great. Then you got the actual headlights, giant fog lights in this case. They're probably <laughs> six to eight inches in diameter on each side and round on an <laughs> otherwise very
2: rectangular or trapezoidal grill. they so yeah, the only is... round thing on the front of that car. <laughs>
1: this, it, it, it's just it looks so silly and in some forms of race car and in the street people just put big plastic covers over them Mm -hmm. that doesn't help g you still see (laughs) you still know what that is it's so silly and it's beautiful and it's cool and if from any time from the point of this car's inception to tomorrow and next year and 10 years from now if you're caught in this car someone seeing you in the presence of this vehicle will say, that's a cool guy or girl or girl. That's a cool homie. I want to be friends with them. (laughs) I want to know. I want to go where they're driving after this. That is the power of the looks of this car. And none of it should work because I think if you were to take it piece by piece, you'd say it's ugly, but it's not. It's glorious. That's a really hard test. This it. is tough. I think it's better. I think it's
2: better. I think it's better. I'm. I'm. Try, I'm being me. I'm trying to find something wrong with
0: it, but I really can't. <laughs> yeah. Unanimous. Yeah. All right. We can have we do? King. Can we do an honorable mention though? For sure. Uh, the 10th gen, like the last gen, the Evolution X.
1: Well, I was gonna bring, I was gonna bring that up next, but okay, new, let's do it. Yeah, new king Lancer Evo five, best sedan compact, whatever best this, <laughs> best this size sedan. Ever. The next challenger can absolutely be the Evo ten, the the farewell tour of the Evo. It doesn't hit the same.
0: It's, it's not as modern. extreme. It's not as no. extreme. It, it almost depends on do you like massive fog lights or littler ones?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you like little Would e- you
2: light. rather have massive fog lights
0: or a massive visible intercooler?
1: Yeah. The visible intercooler. I, d- I
0: think it's a generational thing. I bet wow. you people... I mean, it is with all cars, right? I mean, sure. our, grand, our grandfathers say that the, you know, the 60s cars looked better than the stuff today. And, but like, I just feel like someone who is 19, you show them both, you show them the fifth gen and the 10th gen for the first time, they're going to pick the 10th every time, right?
1: I really don't know because of the wildness of the fifth. The thing I'll say about the 10th gen, which is a car that I always wanted.
0: It's so nice. It's not as extreme, but it's so nice.
1: I'm worried at this point, and maybe it's because now I've seen too many on the street and they've been, you know, as the last one, they've been around. Right now we're just over the point where they've been around too long to have remained in their preserved state. And now they're all, you know, at fifth, sixth, 15th owners and have been completely destroyed and degraded. (laughs) I think the 10th gen might be a little bit cringe. And I think it starts with the intercooler. I think that the 10th gen has to try to do what the 5th gen did just because they want a good rally car.
2: Yeah, it was was almost like it was almost born as a Badly modified car,
1: right? I don't me, know. I'm,
0: I'm not going to be as mean about it. I,
1: okay, I really, I, I, I guess maybe. That's me. D- I me really do like gen, it. Yeah, the tension doesn't beat the fifth gen to me.
0: What about you, Tristan? I, I, I like the fifth gen more. Hmm. All right, there you go. Majority rules.
1: Let's see. What's some some little cleanup duty here? Here's an interesting one. uh, One that I almost felt I had to add by virtue of the fact that the GR Corolla uh, does not qualify due to being a hatchback. And also, is that a four doors or just two? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. This is also a car that I genuinely think looks brilliant. And that would be the current gen, so 2024, I think it may be 2023 as well, Corolla, but only the nightshade. So black gold rims, blacked out front, blacked out pretty much everything, the sort of newer headlights that, well, once again, look like a Batarang. And uh, I just think this is for a Corolla, for what it is, for where it's priced, and even in general. This is a cool-looking car.
0: For a Corolla, I think for what it is, it looks really, really good. There, I hadn't paid too much attention to those. Uh, do you call them gold? Do you call them bronze? Whatever color that is right. on the rims until actually we started recording this podcast. And, Andrew, you kept bringing them up all the time. I really do <laughs> like them. They. <laughs> all the time (laughs) you you really bring these up a lot (laughs) i know um your shoe game is strong so i i think it looks good for a corolla but that doesn't win the competition like you don't or win whatever contest we're doing here you don't win it by saying it looks good for what it is like it's got to just look good period so i'm gonna say no all
2: right Yeah, for me, weirdly, the Nightshade edition is part of the problem. Like, other than the wheels having it all entirely blacked out, hides a lot of the car. Okay, all right. I feel like it make it makes some of the cool stuff that they're trying to do harder to see.
0: Weirdly enough, it does Um, come in white. I'm looking up pictures from dealerships. Like they, they're selling it white does. nightshade editions with, with the bronze That's rims. That's funny. I, I think it looks better. You can see the 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 lines of the car a little better, honestly. So the mirrors are black. The front grille, obviously, is black. I'm I'm guessing at this. Doesn't show the interior, but if it's nightshade, I'm guessing the interior is black on black on black. But then it's still got the bronzy goldy rims, and it's a white car. I mean, what about looks...
2: going back? A, going back a little bit, the 2021 Corolla Apex Edition. That's what I. That's what I actually pulled out when we were looking at the Corollas. And that's something that it's not super old. Um, it's a couple okay. of years back. Sure.
1: Yeah, that can, but, be, that can be it. Ooh. that's been, It's even nicer. I must have missed that.
0: First caption I see. 2021 Toyota Corolla Apex struggles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Not grounded to the ground. Oh, it struggles
0: to excite is the full... Yeah, uh, struggles
1: to excite. Yeah. That's car and driver right there, by the way. We yeah. didn't say that.
0: I do like how they... Is that that same kind of bronzy color in that little winglet yes. thing on the? F- yes, that's yeah, a the nice. Front, that I whole, do like that. that. Yeah, that's very cool. a very nice little touch. I do like this better. Good pull, Tristan.
1: Yeah. It's better. Still not going to beat that Evo 5. No, Woo. it's not going to
0: no. beat the Evo 5. Woo! Nope.
1: It's all order. Um, all right. Does anyone want to have a conversation involving the new Prius? No. Okay, just checking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Tristan, do you? Uh,
2: I mean, Maybe I haven't even really looked at it.
1: You've probably um, seen one, but you probably didn't think it was a Prius because they finally nutted up and made a car that looks like it's from the future.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I haven't seen one of these in person. It looks like, uh, unfortunately, what it looks like the most to me is... Uh, because uh, the the demo pictures are all in silver, uh, it looks like somebody made a weird Prius Cybertruck crossover, and I
1: I don't like it. Okay, no. <laughs> all right, mm, moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's let's bring out a big gun here. Let's see where we're at really with the Evo five, and. Maybe we should have the conversation first here. I want to talk about a Civic Type R, but I will let you guys choose between 10th and 11th the only two like American sedan versions of the Type R. Which one do you want to bring here? 10th or 11th? Um, Man,
0: the, the 10th is... So Gundam. It looks like a Gundam helmet. Like all the... But it
1: might almost be iconic for being the fastest front-wheel drive sedan ever around the Nurburgring.
0: But we're talking about looks here, right? Yes. So, does the Nurburgring time matter?
1: No, but what I'm saying is that Gundamness of it that that ridiculous uh you know bright yellow angles everything's event everything is you know looks like <laughs> it has a has a remove before flight pin on it that look not now because it's been it's been you know such a short amount of time let's say there's another two generations of type r people could be looking back at this first one as not only the first but one of the best and most iconic the looks being iconic because of the deeds. You know what I mean? Not that it was it launched to great critical look acclaim, although I do think I feel like I remember people liking it. It may improve because of the the power and the potential of the car itself.
2: Yeah, I think they they took a bigger chance with it. And when you like I've got a great picture of them literally sitting side by side. Yeah. And the the new one has like a couple features I like. I feel like the the wheel, like the flared wheel arches, are a little bit more obvious. Kind of what we like in the like the fifth gen Evo, but then mm-hmm. like the you know the whole lower third of the bumper where the fog lights would be. I can't even see if there are any. Um, you know, it's much more plain. Like here's just a bunch of plastic. Um, like you said, Andrew, like everything's a vent. Um, yeah, you know, there's like four vents, and then a vent next to the the fog light, and a vent above the fog light, and then yeah, it's like, and then an actual like intercooler vent on the top. Which, being a Subaru fan, I'm a huge sucker for that. Um, <laughs> so I feel like I like the the 10th gen versus the 11th gen Type R because they kind of like. Hit it with the with the smoothing tool, <laughs> you know,
0: right? And mm-hmm. kind of took some of the
2: edges off it, made it maybe more better mass appeal. But I think that made it look worse.
0: Well, me. guys, here's here's the thing, right? Like the the Evo Five is pretty extreme. Yeah. So it, I'm almost talking myself back around. Like while I think the Type R is the 10th gen Type R is kind of over the top, so is the Evo Five. So true. We can't have something bland actually contend, right?
1: <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think you can, because it's not about that. I think it's about how you wear it. And I, you know, if, if it was to have been a competition between 11th Gen Type R and 11th Gen Civic, I might almost have given the Civic the edge because it's wearing what it is. I think I would go 10th. Simply because raw as fuck, <laughs> it just looks
2: cool. It's something we've actually weirdly talked about, like with McLaren too, where it's mm. like they like to achieve this goal, the car must look like this, right? Um, and I think if there's some of that going on with the Type R, I think all the extra doodads and vents in the front are not quite right. Um, but are not quite don't quite meet that standard, I should say. But the you know the ridiculous size of the wing, um, you know the aggressiveness of the front splitter, that kind of thing. It has to be that way to achieve what they wanted to achieve with it.
1: Yeah, I would agree. If we're yeah, talking 10- ten.
0: If we're talking 10th versus 11th type R, I'll take the 10th. If we're talking yeah. 10th type R versus EVO 5, yeah, uh, not
1: that's that's for sure. next. So, so, so 10th yes. gen type R versus EVO 5 is kind of a really hard. Oh, oh man, this is hard. I'm still gonna go EVO 5. You're still gonna go Evo five. Oh.
0: That's quick. It's a quick decision.
1: But, but what about the the tenth gen in yellow?
2: Fifth uh, Evo five, white and black.
1: Man, man, this one's really hard. This one's really really hard. I I. So Andrew, I...
0: let's 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 start here. Tenth gen Type R versus your Elantra N Line. Like, Ooh. let's maybe do a force rank. So let's say that if the evil Five is one, yep. and your N Line is two, would you slot this in above your N Line?
1: I need. I just got to put the N Line here. Hold on. Because
0: I don't know if I would.
1: I don't think I would either. I don't so think I would. So there you I go. Would. That answers your no. question. Alright, yeah. So then yeah, we're on we're on Evo five. Still King. Agreed. This one's hard. That's gonna be really hard to knock off. Oh, alright. So we ha- I think we have more easy cleanup duty here. Is anyone gonna make an argument for the third gen BMW three series? Or any BMW three series in fact.
2: Um of the ones that are available, my contender would actually be the E forty six.
0: Uh, That's the fourth gen. So nineteen
1: ninety seven. Ah, yes, the uh, the the Scoopy Doodle headlights. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what would you call them?
2: Uh, uh, the E forty six is a two thousand to two thousand six. Okay. Um. Not the E
1: thirty six. Sorry, my mistake. Um. Yeah, yeah that's, just, gonna, that's not going
2: to be because no. I but I think does. that it, I think it's better than the fifth gen or the third gen. And I that's still fair. don't think it's enough.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I love some Chris Bangley. You know I love some flame surfacing. Uh, that's, not that's not enough.
0: No, it's it's nice. I wouldn't mind having one—a fifth gen yeah. or a sixth gen. To be honest with you. I mean, sorry, fourth gen or a sixth gen, but it's not going to, I don't think it holds up to the Evo.
1: First gen,
2: first gen, well, well while we're in Germany, first gen yeah. CLA.
1: I, I really like this car. I think a lot of people hate it, but maybe that's because of what it is more than how it looks. I think in terms of look, it's right in between a Venn diagram that I didn't really know existed. Uh, on the left-hand side is fun, and on the right-hand side is classic. <laughs> I don't know. Fun. Yeah, there's something about it that is quite appealing in a in a cute way. I think it's just gets crushed by the evil 5. <laughs> I think
2: yeah. I think the the biggest issue for me is that every picture it looks okay in person, but every picture I could find of it, it looked
1: slightly bent it looks like a dolphin jumping out of the water from every angle
2: yeah yes. yeah oh that's, it does that's, that's a really that's good analogy better way of describing it especially because all the pictures i can find of it are gray
1: well <laughs> mercedes would <laughs> be like that but yeah it's porpoising. Okay. i think that's what that's actually called mm. <laughs> <laughs> what's I know your what- business
0: porpoise yeah. I know this is a it's a sedan contest. I will say the sh- the CLA Shooting Brake looks really good.
1: <laughs> I mean that would I, I yes I would be willing to do a Shooting Brake wagon version of this, but I have no horse uh, current, I have no current decision of what would be the best one. I don't, I don't have a starting point. There's so many good looking hatchbacks and yeah. uh, Shooting Breaks and wagons. If we're mm-hmm. just
0: looking at sedans, no, the CLA will yeah. not do it
1: for sure. While we're doing weird cars that I added to this list just because I like them, anyone have any strong feelings about this? Is a car that it seems weird, all right? Seems weird. Let me just Volvo S40. Uh, that was the second gen post facelift, so that very squarish, very not angular, but like that kind of smoothed early 2000s angle, but it does not have the washer spindles on the front headlight and it's clean that's what i like about the s40 it just looks clean front from the back from every angle it's just pleasant like you would expect you do, do know
2: logo. do you know what it looks a lot like tell me the b6a4
1: that's exactly right it does <laughs> it, it looks exactly which
2: is also on this list yeah and i i like it for all the same reasons um you know i think those mid b series a4s are some of my favorite cars of all time um just just all around and it comes back to something that i've i mentioned before like they're just solidly designed cars it doesn't look immensely old even if you go back to like the b4s like they're not new but they don't look like they're from like the the mid 90s
1: Right, they're like Absolutely. those are
2: thirty thirty year, all coming up on thirty year old cars now, uh-huh. and they just don't they just don't look that old, and yeah. you know I think that that's 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 their superpower is that they look good and they stay looking good for a long time, but they're they're never going to be aggressive enough to be at the top of the heap even when they're brand new, and that's what I'll say about the the S forty two is I like it, it still looks good, um, but it's. It's never going to take the risks necessary to step to the top.
1: I think we would all pick the B6 over the S40. Yes. for
0: sure. I would,
1: right. obviously. <laughs> here. Uh, we can go right into talking about the, the B6A4 because, as this is specifically about trims, I started with the A4, which I really like. The S4 from that generation, the B6, I don't necessarily like more. But the RS4 v 6 when we continue to climb the ladder a little bit, uh, and of course, Tristan, your, your dad's uh, A8 had a similar thing. When you bulge the front end to put a fat engine in it and give it, like the only other change you make to the car is two little slashes on the front bumper. That's pretty hard. That's pretty cool. I like
2: that. Yeah. I will I will when we're talking about that um, in a lot of the same ways um, that you talked about the um, n line elantra mm-hmm. um, the I'm looking I was looking at similar things uh, and the b4 um, sorry sorry b5 s4 got a lot of letters here the b5s4 <laughs> um, is I think a great example of like i don't i don't think it would beat the end line now but i feel like they looked at that as a lesson in what to do they took they took the regular b5 a4 and you know now add a little spice like it's got that weird like ducktail trunk lid that Uh the regular ones didn't have like you can tell something special about it um, and that that may be One of my my favorite cars of all time that I will hopefully find and drive one day. Um, (laughs) uh, You know, hopefully, you know, kind of like my dad's, where you know, you find it in ten years from now and you can get it for five grand. You know, (laughs) right, of course. Um, But uh, you know, I think it's something that it, it has a lot of the same qualities that the that we were talking about with why we liked the and the n line elantra um it it just makes you feel a little special. It's not an r s four where it's you know over the top, and you know some of them had like the the Chrome rear view mirrors and everything else right. like mm-hmm. but just like here's here's a little extra for you, and I would put that in the competition, but again, I still think I still think that is a far closer second than anything that we've talked about so far, but it's a very close second to our current leader, but that would fit right in spot number two for me.
1: Well, I mean, you you can. We can do that. So we can do B6 RS4 versus B5S4 and then put our winner up against the EVO 5 and see where we land.
2: Yeah. I, I, I'm i looking hmm. at him right now. Hmm. I would still take the B5S4. between okay. Between that and the B6 RS4.
1: Fair enough. Nick?
2: Now, like, visually, now, God, was that B6 RS4 just the fastest thing with four rings on it for a while? It was ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. It was great. It was a great car, but I think visually,
0: B5 S4 over a B6 RS4. Andrew, you might have to be the deciding vote on this. I'm going B6.
1: All right. Okay. So, Tristan's very convincing in his arguments about the B5 S4. But what actually sells it to me, and I will go with the B5S4, is that little spoiler. It's just a, just, it's a little ducktail. A little, ah, a little <laughs> kick up right at the end. Just a little this It's just right there. And also, <laughs> little, the size of the and the color of the calipers on the front. Oh my God. What is yes. that? Eight pistons? <laughs> Holy hell. It's half the wheel.
0: And
2: it is, it is the reddest brake caliper. Yeah,
1: that's Brembo, baby. Brembo, baby! Should we put this up directly against the EVO 5, or should we take our other diversion to the other German on the list, which is the current-gen RS5? This was where it gets a little tough, because in the time since sedans uh, came out and, I guess, became popular, there's been a lot of fracturing. So I... You know the A4 is probably the closest. S5 isn't that much bigger. It was a was it originally only a coupe, Tristan? I think, I think so. And then they did the whole. It's uh, uh, they had a name for it. Oh damn! When Spork they, when back. they, yeah, sportback or something like that. Anyways, it the current gen RS5. Whoa, 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 whoa. Good and the green, uh, anyways. I, my opinion, we should do Audi Audi and then go from there.
0: I would take the current Gen RS5
1: over the D5 S4. Yes, what about you, Tristan?
2: As much as it pains my nostalgic heart to say so, I would agree, yeah,
1: and I would do it as well. Wow, okay. This one's going to be really hard. We haven't mentioned our leader in a while now because we've been talking about great looking Audis. Remember, we're talking about Lancer Evo 5, uh, a car from the late 90s, now putting up against the current gen Audi RS5. I'm going to need some more pictures of the RS5 because I, I did this in my mind. This is going away. And I need to make sure that it's the right decision before I keep going the one thing I will say against the current gen RS5 I like the plainness of the back I really enjoy it except for when it gets to the bottom there's a a bit of mesh work done kind of between the tailpipes which look excellent and I don't know why but to me it just looks out of place hmm it looks like again. they could
0: have done it looks like they could have done a better job with like if you look at the front bumper and some of the angles around the splitter underneath the grill mm-hmm. they could have tried a little harder to emulate that and kind of mimic it in the back kind of mirror it instead of just going yes. straight
1: Exactly um, that that's a good point
0: I, I do like this better than the Evo 5. I'll be the first yeah. to put in my oh, vote. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yeah, me too.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I do
0: too.
1: I do too. I, I, I can nitpick it to say some bullshit about a lot. I don't care. This thing looks amazing. It's <laughs> it's brilliant. It's just it's it's beautiful. Look at that. Look at that. From every angle. It's just it's just gorgeous. Alright. That means we have a new King of the Hill. Audi RS5, the right now version. And guess what? We only got three left on my list. There's only three left. And I think this will be taken care of pretty quickly. First one, uh, the next challenger, I'll say, is one of my personal favorite cars, a car I always wanted to own, a car I always loved the looks of, Lexus IS Gen 1.
0: Is that the 200? IS-200? Uh,
1: sorry, yes. Uh, the, yeah, the uh, Lexus IS-200.
0: Yeah, that's a gorgeous...
1: Or, sorry, 300.
0: Oh, the three.
1: Hold on. Alteza. Lexus, how could you do this?
0: Original Lexus IS-300. Yes. Yes. This thing is badass.
1: Yeah, that's the one. I don't know why I like this. I just it's so I don't know. It's not even that exciting looking. It there's something about it though.
0: <laughs> I was looking at this earlier and I was going to that's the same thing I thought of is like I don't know why I like it. I just do. <laughs> like yeah. Something about it.
2: Yeah, I think it fell into that that generation where I wasn't really paying attention to those kinds right. of cars. I was all caught up in my my dump and it slipped by me. So there's no nostalgia factor, I and mean, I think it's a solid car, but I don't. It's it doesn't move me the way it moves you to.
1: That's fair. I so don't think it holds up say. to the
0: RS5 though.
1: Oh, I mean no, 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 it doesn't hold down. The only thing I will say about the about the Ice 300 because it's kind of an odd note. I wonder if the reason why I like it is because it had a wagon, and nothing had a wagon. And, you know what I mean? Like, it, that's why, I like, I don't know. It, it's a very, again, the clean-looking car, very almost like you could make a couple changes and drop it into current traffic, and people wouldn't look too hard, but I think uh, yeah, it's not it's not the car. You can get them the for one under one with the little, grand.
2: Pikachu, the little Pikachu red dots on its butt,
0: <laughs> is is that the one we're talking about? Pikachu red dots on its butt.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh huh. Yes. I, I. I next to the license plate mount. Yes. I yeah, didn't understand.
2: never what you were heard saying. It described that way, and had no idea what I was saying. But okay, we're on the same page now.
1: <laughs> we are on the same page now. Uh, yes, exactly that.
0: So you can get one of these. 2001 IS300 base for $4950. There's one for oh, sale yeah. in New York.
1: I can't imagine, you know, not a lot of people keeping the uh the the Altezza around as it was known in other countries for. <laughs> Lincoln chat. Minty.
0: It's actually not bad. It's got a ton of miles on it obviously, but it's not bad. Yeah. No minty fresh IS300s. Right.
1: No, no this—I people... mean, it's not beating. It's not beating the RS5. Speaking of cars that are not beating the RS5, the Lexus GS fourth gen, which is just the worst version of the car we just talked about. Yeah. <laughs> right, bigger and
2: bigger and slightly less interesting. Yeah, there you go. go.
1: We're getting real close to the end here, boys. Uh, we have—I have brought one more knife to this gunfight, which would be the Saab nine <laughs> three second gen. It's just not. Nope.
2: That's I have a crazy. weird affection for them, but no,
1: yeah. <laughs> Which leaves our king of the hill, a a murderously difficult challenge.
2: <laughs> quite the, the quite the hill,
1: yeah. The RS five. Uh, uh, I guess I call this a hatchback, but you can't sportback. Sport they back. call this a hatchback. You can't depend on that to win. This is a sedan, boys. And what a glorious <laughs> sedan it is! So, again, it, it, just in case people don't know, Nick, tell the people what you did.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say before you declare this the all-out winner, this is the this is the part in the uh, the wrestling match where all the lights in the arena all of a sudden just turn off, do, 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 do. and and okay. a new challenger enters the enters the enters the ring. Uh, so, since we had last recorded. I think the last time we recorded, I had gone on a rant about how terrible the insurance company was, because uh, my wife, thankfully, again, she's okay. Um, but her Hyundai was totaled.
2: Hmm.
0: So we were that, you know, now that we finally got the insurance check, hmm. and everything sorted out, we were, we we're almost dead set on a, um, we, we, we were dead set on a K5 GT line. So basically, Andrew, the Kia version of your car. Right. Um, until I got a, a notification that an Elantra N, I used a 22 Elantra N was for sale at the Hyundai dealership 10 minutes from my house.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, what a shame.
0: So I, I told Claire, we have a number. I'm going to stick to the number. I'm not going to go over, but I would not be a car guy slash car podcast host if I didn't do my due diligence and go look at this thing. That's right. Because it's like the only used Elantra N for sale in the entire fucking state. There's like one of four in the country at the time that was showing up for sale. So (laughs) we went and looked. As expected, it was just incredible. Just everything about it was awesome. It's the competition blue with the red trim, the whole deal. And uh, I told the guy, look, I just needed to check it out. Here's what we want to put down. Here's how much we want to pay a month. If you can't make that work, thank you for your time. I'll walk. And he was like, well, I'll go check. There's a guy calling us from New York State who's ready to fly in and pick it up in the next couple of days. And he gives me this runaround. He finally goes, Mm -hmm. talks to the finance guy comes back and he's like, he wasn't close to the monthly payment number we were looking for. And I said, well, you better, uh, better call your buddy in New York, but thanks for, thanks for the time. And he's like, wait, wait, wait. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you'll buy this car tonight. If, if we can make that number work. I'm like, well, yeah, that's what I told you 20 minutes ago before you wouldn't talk to the, to your numbers guy. Like, yes. Like, that's <laughs> literally what I just told you guys. <laughs> so he's like, okay, okay. So he came back and it wasn't to the dot, but it was within like 15 bucks a month. Hey. So we, it, had been, it hadn't been on the lot long enough to even get portered. So we mm-hmm. didn't leave that night, but two days later we did go pick up a Hyundai Elantra N and we have it in our, in our garage right now. So- that is the challenger here, the surprise challenger. Hyundai Elantra N versus the RS5 Sportback.
1: I, I have a, uh, a window open here with uh, the Hyundai 360 spin of the N, and I'm just spinning it around.
0: All the stuff you said yours was missing, Andrew, like on the back with the room for the triangle and the fact that the dual exhaust was on one side. Well, Mm -hmm. in the end, it comes out opposite. There's one on either side. Mm -hmm. The the triangle is there. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) There, There are only three things that I don't love about this car. The first one is something that I did used to love, but it's kind of I don't love the red lining around it. I get why it's there for sure, but you know, and it's the same thing with the spoiler. Like I totally understand why both of those things are the way they are. I just prefer the little lip. Maybe it would be nice if there was just like one red line kind of back the way it was. But uh and the third thing is I wish the grill was the tighter pattern of the end line, but again, there's probably a giant brick intercooler behind that. So you figure you want better airflow.
0: It is, um, there's a massive intercooler there. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, and it's a, there's also an electric fan. Like this thing, it sounds right. like, like you shut it off and get out and you're walking in the house and it still sounds like a jet taking off as you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Mine, mine'll do that on, on hot days. Um, I, I'm trying to figure out if I'm doing that thing right now that I was doing with the RS5, or I'm just saying shit that <laughs> ultimately doesn't matter. But the problem is, I'm extremely biased. I wanted to buy this exact car, but then COVID happened and they stopped making them, and there just were none. And I ended up, well, asking at my dealership when I was, I happened to be there right as we're about to, like, truly shut down. They had end lines on the lot. I'd been in contact with the salesperson there for months about this car. Since I saw it launch, said, the second you're going to get one of these, call my phone. Call this specific number when you know you're getting one. Didn't hear from her. Kept asking for updates. I was, I was watching, like, shipping news about fucking Hyundai <laughs> Ridiculous because I wanted this car so bad. And when I was there, she's like, look, we're probably not seeing one of these for another nine months. They're just (laughs) not there. Like it's not there. It's not coming. However, we can give you 0% on an end line. And I was like, yes, let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) So I got the end line. There was never a chance for me to get an end. So it's not like, oh, you know, I should have just paid the extra, whatever. No, there's never a shot for me to get one of these. They did not exist in our hemisphere at that time. And and so what it comes down to is, am I just doing that thing where I'm like, ah, I don't like this, but it doesn't matter ultimately. Because everything I said, almost everything I said about the end line stands true with this. It's just that it's turned up exactly like we were talking about with, the, the step from the baseline Elantra to the end line is the same as the step from the end line to the end, right? You get the extra edge, you get the extra aggression. So what's mm-hmm. important to remember here is that this is a, a vision of a car sporting damn near 300 horsepower and an equivalent amount of foot-pounds of torque. This is a ridiculously fast car. It so is, it should look like it.
0: It is a... It's a fast car. Like, Claire is Claire is driving it right now because we also still have the focus. Yeah. Which, so, which by the way, for someone in, in the position I am in, in life, in any way you take that statement, I don't know if there's a better garage that I could have right now than a Focus ST hatchback and an Elantra N. Like I am so lucky. I am so lucky right now.
1: (laughs) That's great. It's brilliant. And no one, if if you can find one, anyone on the planet to complain about that, they're, Cool.
0: Yeah, but um, to your point about the speed, Claire does have kind of a lead foot. So I am very concerned with <laughs> that. So, <laughs> luckily, she's got a very short commute to work and back where there's not a lot yeah. of opportunity to get caught. But she, like, man, she, there may be, very well be a ticket if she takes this thing like <laughs> on the highway sometime. <laughs> um, to your point about the rarity, Andrew. Um the guy at the dealer we were talking with said, Hey, look, we are the we're the largest Hyundai dealer in the Midwest. I don't know how far that border goes out. If it goes down to Nebraska or if that just means Wisconsin, Illinois, Minnesota. I don't know what he means by that. Yeah. But he said, We are the largest Hyundai dealer in the Midwest. I've been here for over a year, and we have only gotten two of these new. Yep. Like two from the factory, and they were both gone within 24 hours. And this one, which is the one I ended up going home with, is Mm -hmm. the first used one I've ever seen come back.
1: Yeah.
0: So they are hard to come by, which is another reason, like, I think I was able to sell Claire on it. Like, not only does it look cool and she drove it and she liked it, like, who wouldn't? But I'm like, hey, these are pretty rare. They're going to hold their value a lot better than a GT line. Like, they're going to be a collector piece. (laughs) <laughs> after not too long, um,
1: I say when when you're when you're the race car version wins a shit ton of championships. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. No joke, do- no joke. So I'm biased because I own it, but I'm gonna say it's better than the RS five.
1: <sighs> All right, Tristan, you got to You got to shoot straight here. You got you got you got to be the one. We're both too invested. Well, he's an average <laughs> yeah, guy, I'm, though.
2: Yeah, say I'm, I'm invested on the other side of the equation. Um you but are. No, I mean I think that mainly I'm agreeing with the stuff that you're saying, Andrew. Where like it's just a bit too much in certain ways with like the spoiler and the redlining and everything else. Like, like don't get me wrong. Like, would I love to own one? Yes. Um, are, are they incredibly exciting? Yes. Um, you know. But it's something that it just doesn't click with me the same way the S five does. But again, is that is that my bias talking? I, I can't I can't say. I'm trying to be objective because I really do like the Elantra N. Like we, you know, Nick, uh, Jessica, and I came over, and like Claire pulled in right in front of us, and I was like. Damn, that is a good-looking car. Like, mm-hmm. so it's not that I don't appreciate that car. I just, I just, I just think I like the S5 a little bit better.
1: Oh, man, this is really hard. It's a really, it's a really, really hard.
2: I was just going through like number of things. Like, we were nitpicking the S5 and right. this. Like ultimately it comes down to which is nitpicked less. And it's like, well, I don't I don't really like the rear fascia as much on the S5. That that was it. Like that's all that we talked about and that's all right. I can still think of, versus like, ah, I don't like this as much as I used to and this and this. And like I feel like there was more quibbling around the Elantra. And that's that's why I made the choice that I did.
1: The difficulty I have With the end is separating what I like about my specific car, which is this car minus twenty percent in terms of looks, versus what I would say about this car if I didn't have, if I didn't drive what I currently drive, because when I saw this car and anytime I saw this car, up until really you know, not even that long ago, I had no I had no faults to find with it at any point. But it's kind of the same with the RS5, even back a generation or two, right? It's just a glorious car, it's just beautiful. Oh my god, this is is too hard. I can't, I really can't waffle any longer about it. Um... I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. It's that close. indecision abounds it's that close the the problem is i like both of them for exact for exactly the same reason i have one or two stupid things to say about each of them that don't matter ultimately and it feels like it feels i'll like i'll be a brand loyalist if i go at the end That's what I'm going to (laughs) do. I think I just have to choose this. Because ultimately, while I do have more quibbles about it, they're only in comparison to what I drive now. If I look at this car in a more objective sense, I like it more because I like all of that stuff kind of on its own. I I like a big grill. I like sporty redlining. I like spoilers. So that's what I got to go with.
0: You know what just happened? It's just like a WWE event.
1: Yeah. The surprise absolutely. challenger
0: comes in out of nowhere, it ends up winning the whole the whole thing.
1: Always, always. But I, I mean, and let then, me And let...
0: then and then because
2: it's, you know, it's the WWE and they just want to do the narrative that they want to have and not reality, the referees are going to come in and say well it was never a fair fight anyway, because right. it was it was a sport bag. The S five is a sport bag or a coupe, so it had no no reason to even be fighting in this discussion we have about Correct. sedans. So so they both win.
1: That's they both, they both, they both. <laughs> yeah. No, i mean we said we we discussed that before. You can't run away from it. The RS five is what it is. You can call the sport bag. you can call it a this. It's it's just got a four sedan doors, and it's, it's awesome. Brilliant. The it is it is I'm trying to remember, it is so close for me. Uh, uh, AVE, the YouTuber used the phrase, this is a blonde one. It is so close between these cars. It's, it, it, yeah, it's just, in my dreams, here's, here's the design about In my dreams, I'd be driving the N, not the RS5. There
0: you go. Well, hey, I just found one for sale in Tom's River, New Jersey, at a Cadillac dealership. If
1: you you want to go, I still want this car. Don't get me wrong. If
0: you want to give them a call,
1: yeah, I wish. And
2: ultimately, it's okay because looks are always a subjective thing. The fact that the fact that I would prefer the S or RS5, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with either of those things. No, 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 no. Good looking cars. It's not like I said, Aztec or something. (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Then there would be something wrong. (laughs) Yes. then there would be discussions to be had, but.
1: I mean, so yeah, we, we have a one King of the Hill. There are many ways to determine a ranking or or something like this. I feel like, I mean, I'll put it this way. Elantra N, RS5, and Evo 5 is a hell of a win place show ranking those three cars that's crazy
2: imagine having all of those in your garage
1: <laughs> oh, <man. I
2: laughs> no mean, one would be dissatisfied with that no no that was you? a
1: lot of fun i had a lot of fun doing it. even this though i mean what are we doing this on a podcast for it's not like it's a visual medium but please at, at the very least everyone needs to do themselves a favor if you're not familiar with these cars and even if you are refresh your memory evo 5 elantra n rs5 and every other car we talked about this
2: episode and at least our our at least our three winners will for sure go on social media um yeah and you know we'll see how many others we can find uh to post alongside um as some of the competition but uh at least the three winners will go on social media so you'll know you'll know the hairs we're splitting to arrive at this decision
0: for yeah. sure. And what are those social media platforms, guys? As long as we, there, that's a really good transition. Uh, yeah. We, you know, Facebook is, you know, you look, look up check engine podcast. You can find us there. Uh, what about Twitter slash X or whatever the hell it's called now?
1: Uh, check engine pod. Uh, is it back to Twitter now?
0: No, no. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, in fact, they're buying, they're buying in more. Uh, okay. and, uh, threads and Instagram because they're the same platform now. Um, essentially
0: uh, at check engine pod. And then who wants to read off the mastodon
1: one? And then that is at check engine podcast at mastodon.
0: There you go. So be sure to like, follow, share, post DM, reach out how and when you can, you can ask us questions to answer on the air. Let us know what you like or dislike. Give us topic ideas. Give us your rankings of compact sedans. Do you agree with our top three? Do you not? What did we miss? Let us know. Thank you in advance. Um, while you're listening on whatever platform you're listening on, it'd be awesome if you could you know, just tap on, that, on our page on that platform and leave us a review, preferably a good one. And or hit that subscribe button that you see. It's free. You'll get notified of any new content we put out, which we should, quote, should be doing more often these days. But we'll <laughs> see what happens. If you're really into what we're doing and would like to support this podcast monetarily so we could get an Evo 5 and an
1: Oh RS5 my God.
2: And right, right and Elantra it.
0: ends in our garage. You have Everybody. two options for that for now. You can go to patreon.com slash... Check Engine Podcast, or hit the support button on our homepage at Spotify for Podcasters. We have not mentioned merch on this episode yet. That is because we're still having tech difficulties with that site. Um, As soon as we get it up and running again properly, we will let you know. But for right now, you can go to patreon.com slash Check Engine Podcast or the support button at Spotify for Podcasters. Everything pledged is put toward making this a better experience for you. Guys, who or what are we shouting out before we turn the microphones off?
1: For me, it's it's just listeners, right? Because I I mean, it's been a tough it's been a tough while. Things have things have been changing a lot. We're doing we're doing the best we can. I uh, I just hope people understand that the podcast is obviously important to us. But as we uh, grow and evolve and get more responsibilities, it just becomes a little harder to to do it as often as we want to, though we do want to. So for everyone who's listened to us for any amount of time, who's grown with us and and hopefully kind of enjoyed seeing us evolve, maybe improve, maybe not, maybe stay the same. That's all fine. Uh, we just appreciate that you stuck with us for any amount of time, for an episode, five minutes. It doesn't matter because ultimately we do this because we love to do it but it's nice to know that anyone's out there listening.
0: Yeah. I don't know how you follow that up, Tristan. That was really good. Yeah.
2: Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I could bring it, bring it a little more personal. I've actually got a couple, uh, double whammy here. Um, you know, and, 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 and what's more, one of them is just very broad. Um, so it's going to be kind of a mess here. Um, uh, I'd, I'd like to thank everybody who has helped us with this, house process. Uh, You guys have probably seen my dad flitting around in the background uh, while this Mm -hmm. is being recorded. Um, And uh, we've received a tremendous amount of help from family, friends, um, etc. with skills that I do not and in some cases may not ever have. Um, And uh, it's made it all, I would say, possible. I would go that far (laughs) um, without spending immense amounts of money to bring in outside help. So, Um, Thank you to everybody who's helped us with this process, and very specifically, I'd like to thank my co-host, Nick, um, with which I would be recording this on the built-in microphone on my laptop, (laughs) because all of my stuff is packed, um, and I don't have any any of my podcasting equipment out anymore, because I packed it up four weeks ago, thinking I'd have a place to put it by now, and I still don't have carpet in my office, so I don't. Um, so it's all still in a box. I borrowed one of his uh, extra microphones so I can sound as good as I can, uh, for, for this episode. So thank you, Nate.
0: You are very welcome. Uh, I want to thank you and Jessica for moving as close as you did to make that process super easy. There you go. <laughs> 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 it was really great. Andrew, he texted me and said, I'll be there in five minutes. Hey, that is cool. Right? Yep <laughs> <laughs> Hey, can I borrow a microphone? I can be there in five minutes. Okay.
1: And actually if we'd stayed in Waukesha, it'd be pretty close as well. It'd be maybe like six or seven minutes. It's just down the road there, yeah.
2: Okay, oh, yeah, it would've basically been a been a, a triangle of sorts. Yeah. I mean Good job,
0: Andrew.
1: Listen, things happen. <laughs> yeah.
0: Good job, way to
2: pursue your life and career advancement and happiness.
1: You know what? Teach you. but what's so weird to me, and my it took my dad to point this out to me, um, to us, honestly, essentially every day, because so little in our life change other than I no longer have an hour commute into work, visually and from what we see and what we do, it's like we just moved to a to a neighborhood on the other side of Waukesha and we are like no longer close to pick and save. And so we go to a different place, it feels identical. It's so weird.
0: Well, you're further away than that, and you, that you ruined true. our <laughs> podcasting triangle. And you should nick be a with manager. the harshness. No, um, <laughs> it's true. What a bummer. No, thanks, uh, Tristan and Jessica for, um, Moving close, it's cool to get to interact with you guys way more often than we used to, or just once you guys get settled in, for sure, we can do that. Um, Andrew already did an awesome job thanking the listeners, so I don't really need to thank them like he did there. We, we love hearing from you. We love re- uh, recording this for you as often as we can. We can't wait to speak to you again, whenever that may be. Until we do, take care.